0: You know a lot about narcissists and narcissistic abuse by now but there are other things that you do not know about and I am very sure of that. Those are the things that we will focus on and target in today's episode. Hi, I am Danish, a narcissistic abuse recovery professional. In this episode, we will know seven things about narcissists that no one talks about. If that sounds interesting, stay until the end and make sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel by pressing the subscribe button and push that bell icon to stay updated with everything latest that I post over here. Also, if you're listening to this episode on a podcast channel, make sure to subscribe and follow as well. Let's get started. Number one, they admire your positive qualities. While trying to describe why someone ends in a narcissistic relationship, most people focus on stuff like childhood trauma, your people-pleasing tendencies, your codependency and other weaknesses alike. But that is not the complete truth. You end up in a narcissistic relationship because the narcissist admires your positive qualities. Positive qualities like your empathy, your compassion, your capability to nurture things and bring them to life your success, your accomplishments, your capacity to move through the distress, the waves in your life so smoothly and effectively, your capability to bring everything together and make meaning out of meaninglessness. Those are the things that a narcissist admires in you. But because they can't have it, so they try to target you and trap you and destroy you until there is nothing left in you. They like what they see, but because they can't have it, so they have to destroy it. And that is what they do. I once ended up having a conversation with a narcissist and I asked him, what do you look for in a person when you try to target them? He said, I look for empathy. I look for success. I look for influence. Not even a single time did he mention, I look for someone who is weak, someone who is a codependent. Of course, these uh, traits Definitely contribute to the narcissistic relational dynamic, but that is not all. There are good things about you that a narcissist targets and wants to have, but because they can't, so they destroy you. They destroy that thing that they can't have. Once they target you and you have these positive qualities, they keep criticizing you. They keep belittling, demoralizing, degrading, putting you down all the time until you are reduced to a shell of yours, until all of these positive qualities are gone, until you're no more the successful person that you once were, until you are no more as empathetic as you were. Maybe you still have some kind of empathy, but it is compromised. It has been hijacked in a way. That compassion is gone. The capability that you had... to nurture things and bring them to life, it is suppressed and you are out of touch. Basically, they do everything in in their capacity to disconnect you from your authentic self. And that is what ends up to be the biggest trauma that you get inflicted with in a narcissistic relationship. Number two, they will trap you using their shared fantasy. They will lead you to a world of fantasy and illusion with their highly fascinating charisma and charm, which you have never experienced before. A narcissist loves to live in delusion and a world of fantasy because that is where they are able to express the delusions of grandeur that they are not able to accomplish or attain otherwise in the real world. So they take you there, they make you a part of it through future faking. They have this wonderful, perfect family where you are this ideal, supply you, comply you, obey you, do all the things that they want you to do. And they have these children who become the part of this mini cult and who basically worship them or they have this family that looks quite perfect to the outer world or they have this image where where they have this power over everyone and everything they have this maximum control they make you a part of this and you feel it is your reality or it will be your reality that is what future faking is. It is shared fantasy. They have this fantasy about the future. They have this fantasy about who they want to be or who they want to be with you or who they want you to be with them or how they want this world to be, which is, of course, too ideal to be true, too good to be true. And that never ends up being the reality. But they try you using that. It's mixed with charisma. It is mixed with charm. And you feel like, wow, This is my dream coming true. This is what I thought that I wanted. This is what I wished for always. This is what I dreamt for. And here it is right in front of me. And that is when you unintentionally and unconsciously enable the narcissist's fantasy. And that is what, why it becomes what we call a shared fantasy. Did you become a part of this? Let me know in the comments below how this shared fantasy became a trap for you in the narcissistic relationship. What was the future faking like? Number three, you have an intense sexual connection with the narcissist. Some narcissists are like sexual heroin, as the sexual chemistry and sexual bond is almost unforgettable because it's too good to be true and too intense. Everything else is whitened out in comparison. Some narcissists, especially sexual and somatic narcissists, create this intense sexual bond between you and them and you almost get addicted to that. You want it. They do it so well that you can't resist having it that one more time. Also, you need to know that when the narcissist withholds all the affection, all the love in the relationship, the only way you feel connected with them is when you have sex and sex becomes the only time you feel connected. And guess what? It is a disaster. It's a cascade of biochemicals that is that are released in the body the moment you have the the sexual connection with them, which is why the perception of the intensity of the sexual connection is exa- is exaggerated and intensified in your brain than what it actually is. So it becomes this one time experience that you want to keep having again and again and again. Some of them are so well trained in this sexual intimacy thing that they trap you using it. They know that they can create this dependency from their past experiences and you would not be able to let go of that and you would keep coming back for the same thing again and again and again. But you need to know that for them, it's a robotic act. It's a mechanical act where there are no emotions invested. For you, it's an emotional thing. You feel connected for them. It is just using someone else's body for their pleasure and taking supply from how amazingly they were able to capture you using this thing number four they are deeply insecure and they will never admit it a narcissist tries to come across as this confident person who knows it all who has got their shit together who has all of the things that a person needs to live a wonderful life to live a successful life but that is all a facade they are deeply insecure and they feel not enough all the time which is why they keep targeting many people and multiple people at a single time to fill the the void. Their emptiness is so deep and so gnawing that it does not let them rest and sit with themselves. Their self-esteem is extremely low which is why they get triggered so easily which is why everything you say or do is perceived as a form of criticism. Because their ego is so fragile that it only takes a small touch a small nudge for it to shatter like this they do not have an intact core that they can depend on nothing comes from within if there is anything that comes from within is the darkness that they have abandoned and that they keep running away from through using other people through using substances through using things and through the other forms of distractions that keep them dissociated from themselves number 5 a narcissist is a chameleon who changes colors which is why no one believes you because they put out this facade to the world the facade of empathy the facade of kindness compassion consideration charisma and all of that good stuff and when you try to explain your story to the world when you try to share your truth most of the people do not believe you most of the people reject your truth because they can't and they do not comprehend the fact that this person who is so kind who is so generous who is so empathetic can be this monster that you're describing them as they never see the serpent you describe until it has attacked them That is how the narcissist hides from the world. That is how they escape. That is how they appear to be normal because they are great actors. They know how to act to fool people and that is what they have used throughout their life. So they are shapeshifters. They can shapeshift into anything and into anyone that fits into the situation that would get them the supply that they want. Number six, no matter how much you love them, it will never be enough. Many people think that maybe this narcissist has this hurt inner child within them. They never got the compassion that they needed. They never got the nurturing that they should have gotten. But you need to know that no matter what you do, you can't save the inner child because there is no inner child to be saved. There is nothing within them that can be loved enough to bring it back to the life. It's already dead. What you see is this part of of flesh that has got a shape what is walking around is breathing eating like you do appears normal but it is already dead within. There is no emotional center left to be saved. There is nothing that you can do about it. The only thing that can ever happen is that the narcissist can become aware of their condition. Like a cheetah would become aware of its spots, but that is the extent of it. There is no change possible. No amount of love, no amount of compassion, no amount of care, no amount of inner work would bring the narcissist back to life and teach them how to be empathetic or change the neural wiring in their brain even neuroplasticity fails because of the resistance the narcissist has created within they have disconnected their emotional center their capacity to feel so much so that it is gone already and there is no saving anymore number seven and the last one they cannot love anyone they can only fake loving you but it is all a lie they do not know how to love love is a concept that they know of logically or cognitively and love is a thing that they know they can use against you in a relationship to get what they want they truly do not feel love at all because for you to feel love towards someone you have to be vulnerable you have to put apart of yours out there, which means there's a chance that you might get rejected, you might get abandoned. And that is what a narcissist cannot stand anymore. As a defense in their childhood, they blocked out all of the emotions. They constricted themselves within themselves. They killed their true authentic self for the sake of survival. It's almost like they sacrificed it on the altar of their false self for the sake of protection to have this upper hand over everyone else. So to love is to destroy. That is how a narcissist processes it in their head. Love is a thing that they know how to use but not to experience. That was it for today's episode. Let me know if you resonated with this in the comments below. Drop a like, share this video and subscribe if you found it insightful. I will talk with you in the next one. Till then, let the healing begin.